Hey, welcome. You're listening to the Embrace Church Podcast. My name is Jason. I'm so glad that you're here. We're doing a segment called Cut for Time. And if you don't know what that is, man, you are in for a treat. We're sitting down with our lead pastor, Adam Weber, today. He just gave a message um, at part two of our Run Project series, which we are so excited about. We're going to dive into. Uh, And Cut for Time is where we sit down with the pastor who gave a message recently, and we talk more about it because there's just not enough time on stage sometimes. And honestly, there's so much goodness and so much God in every single message that, man, we really want to steward it well, take the time to dive in, and we can always be learning more. So it's a treat for you to be with us today. I'm glad you're sitting down, um, or maybe you're standing, maybe you're driving. Um, please make sure to drive safely if you are driving. It's going to be a great time. Adam, you're sitting here with us. What's yeah, up, Yeah, it's good to be here. It's really good to be here. <laughs> excited to sit down with you, excited yeah. for these, these episodes. I just told a, a group of people, if you have not been listening to for the cut for time you need to i, I yeah. this is the That's stuff cool. that i would want to hear like if yeah. i was an attendee of embrace and it's even the weeks that i'm not preaching this is the stuff that i listen to because oh, i love cool. to hear kind of the story behind the story and the things that got left out or chopped or cut or whatever it is like i i just i just love these yeah. and it's been it's life-giving awesome. to me too that's awesome and we we do it's you always dive into those things and sometimes even i know as we're talking or talking with other pastors it's like oh my gosh yeah we didn't go in that direction but that's a great point too you yep. know, it's, it's cool to see how God works through it. So thank you for sitting down today. Um, so part two in our rum project series, brand new series. Uh, we kicked it off last week and now we're in part two, but today was kind of a different, bigger deal. Do you want to kind of open us up to that? Yeah. So t- today week two and week one, I should say in week one, yeah. we did all of the heart. We did really the why and uh, some some big heart stuff like even the verses that we looked at from Ephesians Paul takes nine verses to basically say I love you I love you God loves you God loves you you don't earn this instead it's a mm-hmm. gift from God and then we kind of get into the good things I did inside you or the good things I want you to do inside the world yeah. so we really the heart is in week one week two this is a different type of message it for is. embrace yeah. it's really heavy action um, message like it's really like okay you've heard the heart now let's talk about the hows and mm. what this looks like and even coming into the week this is a big deal to have a week like this for me because sure. I know that there's people coming in who need heart stuff yeah. people who are going through hard stuff they've lost a loved one they got a cancer diagnosis divorce yeah. loss trauma all this stuff and so kind of the backstory for this like I, I even I, I told 57th Street and the other campus pastors uh, the worship leaders and campus pastors really need to carry the pastoral sense of So that's kind of a cool thing just to hear, knowing that it's going to be more action, go, go, go. We really needed to hear Mm. the the heart stuff. So today was really the how of, of from part one, how does this look? What does this look like? I kind of gave a brief history of what serving has looked like at embrace and even kind of talked about the, um, uh, most churches tend to focus either on the hands and serving and changing the world, or they focus on the heart and relationship with Jesus and our heart being changed. Mm. Usually you kind of fall into one or two, one or two camps embrace. If I had to pigeonhole us, we fall into the heart. Sure. We talk a lot about Jesus and relationship with him and him changing us, which as I said in the message, if God changes your heart, he changes everything about you. Yeah. And so that's really been our and approach. your actions impact the world. The impact, yeah. yeah, our actions change the world. So even to kind of share some of that, I think was really helpful awesome. for people of like, oh, whoa. And then even just to say like what embrace is, hey, yeah. 
the the shortcoming of embrace would be that we don't focus on our on our hands and changing the world enough. Yeah. We focus. Well, some would say we focus too much on Jesus changing us. Hmm. And so I, I love just messages that kind of share all that. And That's so cool. in light of the history, in light of the why, in light of whatever, we came up with the Run Project, oh. and we we just started we started talking about gosh instead of just encouraging people to go do something, what if we could come alongside them, empower them, yeah. and really partner with them. And so the run project awesome. to keep it as simple as we can, the run project was created to empower the people of embrace to run and show the love of Jesus to those around us. Mm-hmm. Again, the run project was created to empower the people of embrace to run and show the love of Jesus to those around us. Oh, and I think the, I mean, cause we're even what you said in the message, $80,000 for the next 11 months. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. For the next 11 months, $80,000 being allotted to kickstart these run projects. And for me, even because um, our staff was challenged to take a step and, and find a need or find someone, you know, who sees a need and start a run project. For me, the thought of being empowered and equipped helped me to take a step. Yeah. Which was like probably one of the biggest gifts of it. Like that whole word empowered and the vision of that is just like, whoa, I did feel empowered. I felt like, man, what I do has weight to it. And like, it's not this like flippant idea in my head, or maybe I felt the need or whatever, but like it allowed me to step out in an uncomfortable way. Well, even, even that, that's so good. Even, um, one comment from this past week, they said, this kind of stuff has always been foreign to me because mm. I always thought that I couldn't do things in my church. Ooh. Like I grew, the, the person said, I grew up in a church where you couldn't do stuff. Wow. You, you had to point. get permission from a board to do anything, even inside the walls of the church, even something you weren't asking for help or money from. And so they said, part of it is just giving permission in a lot of ways. Yeah, like, Hey, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Be, like go do it. This is awesome. Others of us maybe, and I, I kind of talk about this too. Others of us kind of grew up with the mentality mentality of like, we don't do anything. The big church does like, we don't do stuff. Church staff does. We don't do stuff. The pastor does. And that you won't find that throughout the Bible. That is not a biblical perspective. Instead, it's the priesthood of all believers. God wants to use us. And so in any message, it's like, I'm trying to hit so many different people (laughs) from so many different ways. It's like, Oh my gosh, this is so hard to address everybody. You know, it's just, it's trying to cover a lot of bases and it's impossible. And that's for me, it's like, okay, Holy Spirit, yeah. you got to speak because um, you got to speak. Yeah, yeah, because you can't speak to all those people at the I same can't. time. But He can. No matter right? how badly yeah, yeah. I want to, I can't. But God can. Even back to your point of like, if somebody was coming here for the first time this Sunday and they heard this message without without the Lord working through it the way He did, like they could hear like, oh, this church is just all about the hands. Yeah, the heart, which is like yeah. the opposite point you're making. Yeah. You know, it's just it's and crazy. Even, even for that person who's already doing awesome stuff in yeah. their own life, they don't do need to do a run project. They're already doing one, Whoa. and they're funding it themselves. Yeah, you know, like yeah. so. So I I think there's so many different aspects that are so oh, hard to cover. It just cool. even grieves me. Certain people <laughs> I saw here this morning, I just want to say, no, your run project is to to live another day. You've just went through a oh, horrible wow. tragedy. Sure. God doesn't want you to run. He wants you to be still. You know, and then other people who have never ran in their entire life, like spiritually. And all they've done is like take and take and take from churches. All they've gotten more substance and meaty. And it's like they're spiritually overweight. It's like, (laughs) no, you need to run for the next year. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like for the next year, like no, like you know enough. Just just keep running. So it's just, that's that's really hard for me to be okay with. 
So uh, on that note of how it um, impacts our church as a whole, even just the the concept of a run project, whether you're doing it or it reminds you to know I need to sit, it gives you starts to give you clarity because you're empowered. What is your hope for the future of our church with the run project? So you look five years down the line, it's like, what did this spark and do? Oh, I, I don't even know past this year. Sure. Really, yeah, yeah. really as a team, we decided like, hey, let's try it for the next 11 months, 10 months, yeah. for like for the rest of 2020 and what go, see what happens happens from there even i'm like anxious like <laughs> did we have too many people apply or too few people apply <laughs> yeah. the too many apply the uh, one of our campus pastors said it best this is something that's so pleasing to god i truly believe we'll find the money if we need more money Whoa. and that's how i feel too Whoa, like I, cool. i'm like if we go over eighty thousand dollars i will shake trees and try to find money <laughs> um so um I, I lost my train of thought no yeah just what it what it means and not oh, even long from term the, long term and even for the heart of our people too right I I hope uh, even we were even talking about it. I said, even if 50% are a success and I'm putting that in quotes, I think all of them are a success, but really a 50% like, whoa, that was really cool. And then if like, five or ten percent are wildly successful where someone starts a non-profit that's been on their heart and they end up raising hundreds of thousands a person ends up creating something that they've been kicking around for some time and it impacts hundreds of people like that will be huge my hope uh, so the morning of I I didn't mention this I kind of wish I would have now the morning (laughs) of that we showed um, that we showed the teachers that their room we had Starbucks and we had oh my cupcakes and all this kind of stuff yeah. uh we i did not mention the name embrace the entire morning mm. and so it it's not about embrace yeah, i hope cool. it's more like uh, just hearing stories of like yeah for some reason there's this guy who bought <laughs> this other family a car and i don't even know why, why it started but he mentioned like a run project or something or i heard this like new ministry was created and it has nothing con- it's not even connected to a church i've heard oh. but this like run project it had, that's where the idea came from or, or or a person coming and saying hey i was impacted by the run project i've never wanted anything to do with god but because i was loved so well I want to hear now. That's the whole other flip side of the impact. Yeah. Now tell me about Jesus because I've never wanted to hear about him. But after someone run ran to me, now I want to hear what they have to say about Jesus. That's the type of ripple effects. And even people just finding purpose in their jobs. I'm so we do. You do not need to work at a church to be used by God. Almost the opposite. It is right. Envious of people who work outside the church. And so God wants to use you and he's going to. Awesome. Awesome. Help me uh, recap. So the three questions uh, that you mentioned last week of how do I know what my run project is? It was what's the need, what moves you and what do you have? And you even walked through that with your own run project that you did. And if you haven't listened to the message, uh, please go listen to it. Watch it if you can, because there's a video in there. Um, it's online too, of this teacher's lounge that was flipped and birthed out of a run project. Um, were there any cool stories that, that came of that, that you'd want to share that maybe weren't in the video? Yeah. I, I shared a few of them. Um, just the, the, in the message, the, the teacher hugging me and thanking me. Yeah. And, um, even, uh, that morning of, it was a Friday morning that we released the room to him and showed it. And, um, as I was walking up to the school, I was trying to get in the building, but there was nobody there. <laughs> and so I got to the door, um, because I saw a man going up to the door. So I'm like, Oh, he must be a teacher. So I, I was like, Hey, do you care if I come in with you? And he's like, yeah, that'd be awesome. And I said, I'll, I'll even br- uh, bribe you with Starbucks. And he's like, yeah. Oh, no need. You're actually my pastor. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and he's like, what are you doing here so early? And I'm like, Oh, we're just working on something. And 
he's like, well, what are you working on? And I'm like, oh, you <laughs> I don't want to talk about I'll it. I'll <laughs> share it with you some other time, knowing that in like 30 minutes he's going to see it. Yeah. And so that was part of it. Even That's just cool. the, that morning of the principal got over the loudspeakers and said, teachers, please report to the teacher's lounge. Mm. That was just a really cool moment. And then just like the simplicity of, of giving them Starbucks and yeah. giving them cupcakes and just loving on them. And um, I, that was powerful. That's and, awesome. and I mean, just seeing so many embrace teachers there was yeah. actually really cool too. There was a group of teachers that attend embrace. And so they didn't know who was doing it or why. And all of a sudden yeah. it's like, Oh my gosh, this I, is so cool. I got to be there for a little bit of it, that teachers on specifically. And what it spoke to me, the, the, remodeling the teacher's lounge isn't a small thing but it's not the biggest thing right yes and so but being there and seeing the genuine reactions of teachers and how it changed their day and the tears some of them were almost in and and like the things they were saying i was like no need is too small no need is too small it it is like it is relative to the person like yes man my heart would just opened up to the fact like man you have a need don't ever kid yourself that you're feeling that out of some sort of oh this is too small so i'm going to ignore the feeling yes chase it down sometimes the smallest things make the biggest impacts yeah they do and you might you might not change the world but you might change a person who changes the world yeah you know and just even that end of things too it's like oh i thought i was just helping this random person i didn't realize that they needed this today right now yeah like they needed god to intersect them right now and i didn't even realize he was using me yeah and the coolest part even yeah that's that's beautiful it's like that teacher's lounge is probably going to have more impact than we'll ever probably know yes and hold multiple conversations of people sitting in those new seats that we'll never hear about ever again but it's yeah just like, it's god's going to keep doing something yeah I, I, you know just even conversations a year from now a new teacher coming in gosh this is nicer than the other teacher's lounge why yeah. did this happen well there was this group i'm not even sure what they were part yeah. of or whatever but they threw in this thing called the run project i guess and like look what happened like that's the type of ripples that we don't even know are happening that's awesome man don't let that hold you up god's Uh. moving that's awesome um okay so let's dive into kind of the meat of of the message and i think this is probably where where we're going to spend a good chunk of time is the four guidelines with applying for a run project because the whole call to action was the message okay we've heard the heart in week one week two this is what a run project is this is how you identify it and what's your action step go apply and so what were some of those guidelines around applying yeah so we have four guidelines we tried to make it as simple as possible like we just like we want to stay out of your way we don't want a bunch of red tape and you got to do this and you got to do that no it's very simple so there's four guidelines anyone can apply something local do it together multiply the money awesome anyone can apply anyone who's a part of the embrace family formally or informally can (laughs) apply if you feel like you're a part of the embrace family you're in awesome you can apply so anyone can apply something local it has to be some for something or someone local and that someone or something can't be you or a family member of yours so something local something that impacts local okay because again as a church we have our mission haiti that impacts overseas and we have our adoption fund we wanted something local like just to really get our hands dirty to get skin in the game That's so awesome. something local the third thing do it together find at least three maybe four or more people to help do it together yeah. you can do so much more together you can there's yeah. so much more encouragement you someone else sees oh like we need to figure out a solution to this yeah. what about that what about this here's an idea here's an idea the two gals that we added it was me and another gal and then we added two more women to help us yeah. they brought killer ideas oh. 
And so I feel like it would have been half as good with with just that. So do it together. That that do it together thing is like even the vision will start to expand. Yes. As you share it with others. Absolutely. Right. I mean, because it starts as a small idea, but if you don't share that and don't act on it, well, you're not meant to share it with others and it'll grow. It'll grow. And also sometimes the discernment process is if you feel like something's coming from God and you're not sure, you're not sure, you're not sure. If you can't get anyone else excited or anyone else on board with it, it might be a clear sign from God that it's not from him. Yeah. And so sometimes there's some discernment in that that can be really, really helpful. Mm -hmm. On the flip side, you share it with a few other people. That's an amazing idea. I've thought about the same thing. Or have you thought about this or that? It goes to a completely different level. So the third thing, do it together. The last part is multiply the money. Multiply the money. (laughs) Multiply the money. And so anyone can apply for up to $2,000 for for a grant. And our hope is as much as possible to multiply the money. Some people might need all $2,000. Some people might just need $400 or $100. But our hope would be, is there a way to try and multiply it? Mm, and yeah. so that this is probably the hardest part to get someone's brain around. Sure. Like I used ours, for example. The room was going to cost $2,700. Yeah. So we applied for 2000 thinking we'll have to figure out a way to cover the 700 Well, the group told us, <laughs> no, you don't need that much. You know everybody, Adam. You do not need 2000 thousand dollars yeah well the room ended up costing just under five thousand oh my gosh and we only spent eight hundred and what we did was and this wasn't my idea it was one of the people that we added to our group let's create a target registry so other mm. people can be a part of it and then all of a sudden it was like hey i know this person and you know that person we know this person and all of a sudden there was That's all cool. these ideas and it ended up just getting covered. It was insane. Awesome. And it's easier just to apply for 2000 and do 2000 But when you can multiply it, it's something It's something just so cool because what you're doing is you're inviting someone else to be generous. Yeah. And it's generosity brings joy. So you're basically offering people a chance for joy. Whoa, that's and so, awesome. again, like it's so cool that Embrace has already done one run project and we still have over $80,000 left. Yeah. That's and so awesome. I'm like, how cool can this be <laughs> you know instead of just doing eighty thousand divided by two which is 40 yeah it's like what if we end up doing 80 projects or a hundred yeah. projects yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's just this ripple effect that just keeps going uh, again it just goes back to it and unlock it its goal is, is helping to empower and unlock something in you and you just start to run that's it the focus isn't the money it isn't necessarily all the nitty gritties of what you're doing it's that heartbeat that's being unlocked and allowing God to say, okay, what are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? And you saw him do that in that teacher's lounge. And I think people are going to see that in these <sighs> projects, especially as the the team. It's really cool. Cause when you apply, like it's not just like you apply and then you get a check in the mail and then you go yeah. <laughs> like, like it's very much like, no, you're, you're, it's applied and filtered through some wisdom and equipped and you'll yep. get some pushback and you'll get some guidance. And it's just like, wow, how much of a gift is all that to be walking through when um, discovering your run project. It's awesome. Yeah. It's very neat. One more like kind of main thing that got cut out. This kind of the last thing that, yeah. that just is in my soul is, is uh, I just think about the long-term discipleship impact. Wow. Discipleship is becoming more and more like Jesus. If you're new to the church world, discipleship is yeah. just the process of becoming more like Christ. And I, I think we often get the discipleship process wrong. Mm. And embrace, another knock against embrace would be that we don't have a discipleship process. Oh, yeah. We don't we have, have a program. We have, right? we have worship. We have groups. But yep. like, how do we, we, we dig deeper? This is discipleship. 
Hmm. Like implementing things that God has put on your heart and going and doing it. I always think awesome. Jesus said the wise man is like a person who builds his house upon the sand. Yeah. And the, 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 the fool is like the man who builds his house upon the sand. The wise man is the one who builds his house on the rock. Oh yeah. yeah and yeah. he says the fool is the one who hears God's word, but doesn't put it into place. And the wise man is the one who hears God's word and acts on it. Yeah. I think when we read that story, a lot of times in church world, we think the fool is the one who didn't hear God's word. And so he couldn't respond. And the, the, the wise person is the one who heard God's word and acted on it. Yeah. Jesus didn't say that. Jesus is the one, though. The fool is the one who hears the word of God. Yeah, he heard he, it. He knows the yeah. answers. He got the message. He might even said, man, that was a killer message. Yeah. But then he went home and he didn't put it into yeah, place. They both heard it. They both but, heard it. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's cool. And so I just think like uh, for me, I get excited to hear people say, that's cool. this was a change in me. Hmm. I step out of my comfort zone. I, for the first time in my life, I listened to something outside of what I wanted to do, oh, and man. I really listened to what God said to do. Whew, that's amazing. Thanks for sharing, Adam. Yeah, I get excited about that. Oh, thanks for sitting down and doing this. Uh, just another insider. This is literally right. We're, we're on a Sunday right now. We usually don't record these till later in the yeah. week. So you're right off stage, right off preaching, and you're probably half asleep right now. Oh, Who I'm, knows? I'm over here sleeping. <laughs> just, if, if you heard noises, it was me snoring. snoring. No, but thanks for taking the time to sit oh, down. This is it was so awesome. Good. So good. Um, be sure to, to go to imembrace.com slash run project. If you're looking to apply, looking for more information, you can always email us or message us um, on social as well with any questions. We And that's the one action step today is start praying, but apply, 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 apply. Even if you're partially like unsure, I don't know this or that apply, just apply. Right. If you're feeling that itch, um, I would encourage you to do that. So, Thanks for listening today. We're so glad you joined us for Cut for Time. Uh, make sure to subscribe to this podcast for more encouraging messages like this. And check out this week's message uh, if you haven't already. Because if you made it this far and didn't hear the message last week, you're probably really confused. So yeah. check it out. Go listen. Go, go, listen. go, go listen. All right. You guys have a great day. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.